This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning. This is Sport Today, your weekday sports news podcast that puts you ahead of the game. I'm Sam Ferris. And I'm Martin Gabor. It's Thursday, the 16th of September. In your Sport Today, a Demon's Great retires from footy. The Bathurst 1000 gets pushed back. WADA will review the use of cannabis. And an unfortunate disqualification in tennis. This is your Sport Today. We start with Aussie rules and yesterday Melbourne Demons fans found out the news that club great Nathan Jones will be retiring at the end of the season. Jones isn't in Perth with his teammates as they prepare for the grand final next Saturday because he decided to leave the squad to be at home for the birth of his twins. Jeez, didn't he time this well, Fez? So he arrived home on Saturday and then on Sunday morning, twins Odie and Dove were born. But by returning home, it means that he won't be able to play in the grand final because if he was to return to Perth, then he'd have to quarantine for 14 days. So Jones hasn't played since round 15, so it was unlikely that he was going to play in the grand final anyway. And he said that returning home was a decision he'll never regret. Yeah, Gabs, he said he made it back with only hours to spare. Uh, Jones finishes up with 302 games for the Ds, just four games short of the most games for the club. And Gabs, he said he wanted to leave the club in a better place after he was there during some of the club's toughest years. Yeah, Melbourne played in the finals back in his first year in 2006, but then they were wooden spooners just a couple of years later, and they stayed near the bottom of the table for the early 2010s. He then took over the captaincy in 2014, and that was the same year that he won his third club best and fairest award, and then the Demons started moving in the right direction on the ladder. 2019 was his last year as captain and the D's finished second last, but he stayed loyal to the club and is now just the second player after David Neitz to play 300 games for the Demons. Yeah, he said he was disappointed with missing the grand final, but that he's still filled with the utmost amount of joy, happiness and pride for the position the club is in now. The D's are going for their first premiership in 57 years next Saturday. RevHeads will get an early Christmas present this year with the Bathurst 1000 set to be held in December for the first time in the race's history. Uh, it's part of a six-day racing festival in Bathurst that's going to include a lot of races from some of Australia's biggest competitions. Jeez, this brings back memories of our uni days back in Bathurst. <laughs> Not going to say how long ago that no, was. Don't. Uh, but, Fez, this is big news for the V8 Supercars Championship as they look to finish a COVID-affected season with the biggest race on their calendar. The last race was back in July up in Townsville, but the comp's been on pause ever since, with Holden's Shane Van Gisbergen leading the standings. There are four other events before the Bathurst race, but those haven't been locked in just yet. The six-day event at Mount Panorama, that's also going to include Super Utes, Touring Cars and the Porsche Carrera Cup, just to name a few, as well as entertainment at the track and most likely off the track as well. Yeah, Gabs, uh, the Bathurst 1000 is the biggest race in Australia and is usually held in October after the footy finals are all wrapped up. Uh, This year's event will start on Tuesday, November the 30th and finish on Sunday, December 5. Today's trivia question, when was the last time the Bathurst 1000 wasn't held in October? You got any idea on this one, Gabs? I have absolutely no idea, but I'll go with my favourite year, uh, 1990. Stay tuned to the end of the episode for the answer. 
One of the big stories of the Tokyo Olympics was the suspension of American sprinter Shakari Richardson for testing positive for cannabis right before the Games. Uh, now, many athletes claim that cannabis is not a performance-enhancing drug, so the World Anti-Doping Agency, known as WADA, they're going to review whether cannabis should remain a banned substance. Yeah, Fez. So the context here is that Richardson used marijuana to help cope with the death of her mother in June. A week later, the US Olympic trials were on where Richardson won the 100-meter sprint with the sixth fastest time ever. But the positive test wiped out her results and she was banned for a month, which meant she couldn't compete in Tokyo. Now, WADA is getting what they're calling an advisory group to review cannabis after they said they got requests from a number of stakeholders. Yep, WADA says the review will begin next year and in the meantime, athletes still can't use cannabis. It remains on the banned list. Channel 9 is now Aussie tennis fans' favourite TV channel after 9 bought the broadcast rights for the US Open from next year and that now means they will show all four major tennis tournaments. Yeah, and just like Dylan Alcott, Nine has secured the Grand Slam Fez. So they're going to show the US Open for the next three years and also show tournaments like the Davis Cup, the Labor Cup, and the Billie Jean King Cup, which used to be called the Federation Cup, and it's like the women's version of the Davis Cup. The US Open rated really well for ESPN back in the States, with the men's and women's final viewership up 37% compared to last year. And Fez, this isn't a trivia question or anything, but it's interesting to point out that more people watched the women's final between teenagers Emma Raducanu and Leila Fernandez than Novak Djokovic going for a Grand Slam in the men's final. Yeah, Djokovic fell short in that match, losing to Russia's Daniel Medvedev in straight sets. So all the tennis will be shown on Channel 9 and streamed on Stan Sport. And 9 said they're looking at buying the next Olympics package, which could include the Brisbane Games in 2032, but they say it's got to make financial sense. Football fans hoping to watch the Socceroos play in Australia will have to wait a little bit longer. Uh, Football Australia was trying to get a travel bubble approved in time for next month's World Cup qualifier against Oman, but Gabs, it just didn't work out. Yeah, and this means that the Socceroos will play their home game, and we use the term loosely, in Qatar. Football Australia, they wanted the October 7 game to be played at Bankwest Stadium in Sydney, but they just couldn't get it done in time. FA went to both the state and federal government with plans for a COVID bubble, which included players not having to quarantine in hotels for two weeks. Now, that's really important for soccer players because a lot of them play in Europe and Asia, where clubs probably wouldn't have let them travel if they had to quarantine for that long and miss matches. It means Socceroos will play Oman in Qatar and then travel to Japan five days later for their next qualifier. Football Australia hasn't given up hope of playing in Australia. Uh, They want the November 11 game against Saudi Arabia to be played at Bank West if the travel bubble can be sorted out. If it does, that means the Matildas, Australia's women's team, they could host friendlies against Brazil and the USA next month. The term ball kid took on a whole new meaning yesterday in the US when American tennis player Tennis Sandgren was disqualified for hitting a ball into a lines person after he was hit below the belt by a ball boy's throw. Gabs, believe it or not, this is a true story. 
Yeah, Fez, this really did actually happen at the Atlantic Tire Championship Challenger event in North Carolina. And it's pretty much like you said, Sandgren was hit in an awkward spot. And as he hit the ball away, it struck a lines person. And that means an automatic disqualification, just like what happened to Novak Djokovic at last year's US Open. Sandgren, he summed it up on Twitter. And here's the quote. I got hit by a ball kid toss with a little too much mustard, slapped the wayward ball into the fence, which collided with the ref's tushy as he was walking to the other side, resulting in a default. How's your evening going? That tweet had a video to the ball kid toss attached. Uh, Sangren said in a follow-up tweet, just to be clear, this was totally my fault. We've put a link in the episode notes to the story that includes the tweet. Time for Catch This, the stuff that caught our eye or what's coming up. I'm going to go first, Gabs. And on Netflix today, there's a doco on Michael Schumacher that's premiering. We haven't seen Schumacher since he had that uh, skiing accident in 2013. It's meant to be fascinating, so check it out. I certainly will. And this morning, Fez, the Caribbean Premier League finished nice and early, and it was a thriller. St. Kitts and Nevis won on the final ball after Dominic Drakes hit the winning runs as a perfect entree for the IPL, which resumes in a couple of days. Good stuff, Gabs. Uh, the answer to today's trivia question, when was the last time the Bathurst 1000 wasn't held in October? That was back in 2000. Garth Tander and Jason Bargwana winning for Gary Rogers Motorsport. Close, Gabs. Got within a decade. That's all I wanted. All right, that's it for us today. Thank you so much for tuning in and we'll catch you again tomorrow.